All right, hey everyone, Rob Kress here, Root Pharmacist from rootpharmacist.com as well as functionalpharmacy.com. So, you know, lately, if you know anything about me, I've been doing a lot more CE trainings and educating healthcare practitioners, pharmacists, techs, nurses. Um, and it's something I've done on a coaching program for a number of years, but I've been doing it more on like the continuing education side of things. And this has been putting me in front of a whole lot of people. So, you know, you're listening to both the podcasts right now, but I'm also recording a video. So if you are watching this on video that you might find on like uh, functionalpharmacy.com, uh, that's why I've got the silly things on my head because I'm also recording the podcast. So what happens is a question I get a lot as, you know, I'm seeing, which is really awesome. A lot of new, a lot of pharmacists now starting to say, you know, how'd you do what you do? What was your path? What was your education? You know, people, a lot of pharmacists and really healthcare practitioners aren't entirely satisfied with the allopathic care model and they want to go a little more integrative and functional. So I get a lot of questions, you know, what have I done? And I'm getting a lot of people request me to just hop on the phone with them and I would love to, but as you can imagine, time is really the issue with all that. So that's why I'm putting this together, kind of about me, right? So what I want to share with you here is what my path has been in the last 24 years, 24 years since I graduated pharmacy school in 1994, um, up until now, what I've gone through, because I'm actually do everything from the marketing end to the educational end to the consultant end with both practitioners and patients. So uh, I've got a lot of experience covering a lot of range here, and I want to talk about uh, books that I've learned from, that I love, that I recommend, mentors, kind of the whole bit. So sit back. It's not going to be too terribly long uh, as I breeze through this. So First of all, I graduated pharmacy school from Temple University back in 1994. Um, I was working for CVS Pharmacy. I did my in interns there, internship there, and you know, working there as a student. Um, and then when I got out of school, I started working for them. So that past year, 1994 to 1995, and it was building up to that point. I was just very disenchanted with the chemical-based medicine system. I mean, this was a time when I think it was a unique time when we were starting to see more and more both couples and the family had to work. Um, a lot of stress was growing within our culture. Uh, a lot of keeping up with the Joneses, a lot of financial factors like that. Housing prices started to elevate. At the same time in pharmacy, the drug pipelines were really starting to rev up. Um, you know, early 90s, we still had certainly typewriters in the pharmacies. Um, even uh, our major, was it US Healthcare, the major U. Um, HMO that we had, uh, it wasn't even digital. We would have to look names up in a book. Um, and everything was modem, so it would go down a lot, and you'd hear this click, 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 click. So that's what was going on at the time. Uh, I was living outside Philadelphia. I'm from that area, and it literally was just you're seeing dogs put on Prozac, uh, which was branded back at the time. Um, things were getting a little crazy. So my wife and I, we really wanted away from it all. Uh, we were enchanted with the West. Um, we spent some time out in Jackson, Wyoming, where we had friends. And when we did that the year before, we took a winter trip out. I actually got licensed. Um, in Jackson Hole, basically, or in Wyoming, for, on a whim, right? Why not fly into Cheyenne, right? So that's what we did. So basically, we packed up everything. We lived in Doylestown, outside Philadelphia. We packed up everything, our chocolate lab. We put everything into a pull-behind trailer that we purchased with our Nissan Pathfinder. What couldn't fit, we didn't take. We got rid of it. So we headed west, and we took about, I'm guessing, two months, two to three months traveling on the road. We left August 1st of 1995, and we had a wonderful time. What a great experience. Our goal actually at the time, I should retro this for a sec, was actually going to Washington State. Um, I thought there would be more job opportunities. You know, who gets to work in Jackson Hole? 
right? Because that's the place in Wyoming I want to live. As a pharmacist, that's got to be impossible. So we figured Washington State, because at the time, Washington State was the only state where you could take their test monthly instead of like every six months. So we headed out west. We did a lot of camping. I mean, everywhere from North Dakota. We went through Colorado. Um, we were in Colorado on August 9th and uh, in uh, Boulder when Jerry Garcia died, which was a pretty interesting time. Um, then we hit the West Coast. We were just camping most of the time, staying on the Cowlitz River. Just a lot of great memories during that time. As fortune would have it, took the test, got licensed in Washington. But I was contacted actually because I talked to someone who I sat next to um, for the state board exam uh, in Washington. And she was from Wyoming, moved into Washington. She said, you know, the Albertsons, which is a grocery store with a pharmacy, and Jackson Hole needs a manager. I'm like, well, this is weird. So basically called up. They said they wanted to interview me. We drove out to Wyoming from the West Coast, from Washington. I uh, I remember climbing in the back of our trailer just to find a tie and everything was incredibly wrinkled. Um, went for the interview. Everything went great. Had to do the drug test and all that stuff. So then my wife and I took some time, went to Yellowstone, took a few days, came back, got the job. So that's what got us in Jackson Hole. So we move in Jackson Hole in the fall. I think it was October of 1995. Now, I made a pact to myself back then that I would not be in pharmacy by the year 2000. It was just this number I put in my head. I was just so disenchanted because um, what happened was we were looking for I mean, we actually, I envisioned, I was actually visualizing before this. I remember in Yardley, Pennsylvania, living in a ski town and how perfect that would be. And I got it. It came to, true. It was pretty amazing. There's power in this stuff. Um, so it was a great, and you know, what I was running away from out east caught up to us in Jackson Hole. The polypharmacy, the being on prescriptions for everything under the sun. And it was an issue. And once again, it's kind of becoming a little disenchanted. Um, natural medicine always been a, a, slant, a slant to mine. Back in 94, when I graduated pharmacy school, I took the Michael and Leslie Tierra East-West Herb course, which I learned all about um, traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, um, Native American uh, medicine. So it was a very great course, but that was my first foray into it. Um, we started doing like foraging in the woods. This is some reversing a bit back in 94, um, you know, on hikes, finding different herbs, knowing what they're for, um, making stuff, everything from, you know, miso soup, um, doing all this stuff. I was really kind of getting my feet into the, my fingers and hands into the earth of things. Let's get back to Jackson. So living in Jackson, a lot happened. Um, we were there from 95 to 03. Um, and it was a great time uh, running that pharmacy, wonderful people, wonderful town. If you can imagine, I mean, I pretty much worked just so I could snowboard and hike and just live out in nature. And it really was the most I've ever spent outdoors in my life. I mean, I was a kid who played outdoors, but I mean, this was just hiking the Tetons. Uh, we climbed the middle before we left. A lot of great stuff, and I really enjoyed it. But I come from a family of bad backs and bad backs. And the reason I'm talking about this is because this stepped in. I used to, my back would go out on me every once in a while. And there's such power in the mind body. And this is part of what I teach. This is why I'm talking about it. So in Jackson, all my back would go out on me as it did when I was a kid playing soccer and stuff like that. Uh, and I started to go to a chiropractor. The chiropractor gave me an x-ray. He showed me the degenerative disc disease, which just really impacted in my mind. Like, oh my God, this is a huge thing. Um, which there really is a mental game there. So I went through rehab, all this stuff, met with an orthopedic surgeon. Um, then I was on my second orthopedic surgeon because the first one, uh, he basically retired. And the second one was Mary uh, Neal, which is very interesting because she wrote a book to heaven and back and she was my surgeon, uh, which is just aside. Um, so, you know, it came to the day where it's almost like subconsciously I was waiting for these words. 
it's time for back surgery. We've done all we can do. And I wasn't one of them on medication. I tried Ultram back in the day a few times, made me lightheaded. So I was taking Daypro, if you remember that, as an anti-inflammatory. And it was just identity of illness that I associated with. So people would come in with bad backs and we'd have our conversation. That really plays into everything. So this was all kind of my learned process um, on the mind-body. So what happens? It was 1998. Uh, I went in for back surgery. We were having a, a just a bomber snow year that year. Um, we were really getting dumped on, and I'd be driving my wife to the village to go uh, skiing or snowboarding, where then me and Hannah, our chocolate lab, we would go cross-country skiing. And this is just a few weeks or a couple weeks out of back surgery. It was an L4, L5 discectomy I had. Um, and it was just, I wanted to be on that mountain. So six weeks, I said, I've had enough. Um, I called the doc, talked to her, and she's like, well, I don't advise it, but, because I, I was feeling great. Um, so then I started snowboarding again, but let's retro. Okay, so um, yeah, so when I was feeling good and I was having a great time, my back was strong, I was in my element, things were good. Uh, winter ended, Amy and I, my wife, we went to Costa Rica for a couple weeks uh, and we were all over the country uh, lugging luggage all over the place, uh, surfing. We were, if you've ever driven there at the time, their roads were full of hot potholes um, and we were driving for you know eight, 10 hours at a time because we really saw the whole country. I was fine, not a problem with my back. When I came back to the pharmacy that I managed that I kind of let run on autopilot for two weeks, bam, sciatica right down my legs. It pretty much dropped me to my knees. So I realized, what the hell is going on here? My back was fixed, but I realized there was an element, an element of the mind and of the body. I remembered back when I was in high school and even college commuting down to Temple, listen to Howard Stern. Uh, and Howard Stern used to talk about a doctor, Dr. John Sarno, who wrote The Mind-Body Prescription. Now, this book here has been my favorite book forever, and this is what made me realize that a lot of pain, and most pain, there's a psychogenic or psychosomatic element to it. Um, and basically, my back has not bothered me since. You can get stiff once in a while, but I realize there's another issue to it. The book is awesome, and I'm not going to belabor it, but I just want to share with you on that little point. I've shared the book with friends of mine who were going into surgery. They actually... Um, avoided surgery. Funny enough, uh, my back surgeon wanted to read it. I lent it to her. I never got it back. <laughs> Great lady. Just kidding. So anyway, so that was Jacksonville. That was interesting stuff. So during the time, that was my first step into it. So we started doing a lot more research. I'm reading about like medical intuitives like uh, Carolyn Meese. Um, Bernie Siegel's book, Love Medicine Miracles was a big one. Uh, my wife and I did a couple trainings. We got trained in crystal, crystal therapy. Uh, we got certified in level one and level two Reiki. So Jacksonville was a very unique experience. John Perkins, his work with the Shuar down in um, Peru and Ecuador. Um, and that really kind of showed the the human's interdependence with the environment uh, and everything that they did with Ayahuasca and all that. So it was a tremendous learning experience for me. So Right about 98, um, I, was, I was only at a surgery for about a week or four days, I think, and I had to go back to the pharmacy to work. Um, I had a gal named Babette Melka, Babs Melka, who's a pharmacist. Um, she was older, but went back to school to become a pharmacist, so she was an intern or she was working during the holiday season or something. So I was able to let her run the pharmacy while I pretty much laid on my back on the floor and then got up to check scripts as I needed to. Babs went on to finish school, and then around 2002 or 2003, she did an internship with PCCA, Professional Compounding Centers of America, and she told me about this whole compounding thing. And 
sounded actually quite interesting. Um, my wife and I were actually looking to move. We were always looking to move. We always wanted the next step. Um, so we actually moved in 2003 to um, Asheville, North Carolina. Babs telling me her plan was to come back to Jackson and open a compounded pharmacy, which she did, uh, which was called Roadrunner Pharmacy. So my wife and I wanted to get, we figured we'd try Asheville, North Carolina out. So after what, eight or nine years in Jackson Hole, we ended up in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Now, this is an important part. So I knew of PCCA. I bought into the membership. At the time, it was a lifetime membership. I think I paid like 23 grand or something like that for it, which I'm not using now. Um, but I went for my primary training, and it was just mind-blowing, just seeing what compounding can do, how you can customize treatment for patients. And then you start to learn about nutrition and what you can do with that. Uh, so I started buying all their stuff, their tapes, their CDs. I started going to more seminars, kind of planning this whole rollout. I had in my mind, oh, and then down the road from us in Asheville, uh, a pharmacy called Nature's Pharmacy. Bill and Mike owned it. Great guys. And I walked into this place and it was a compound and pharmacy with just a natural selection out front. And that's what they did. That's all they did. So it was very interesting meeting them, and they basically showed me the lines they carry. And that was one of my biggest questions. What are the good lines? And uh, they turned me on to Emerson Ecologics, where I still use to this day, and I recommend a lot of people to use. So I kind of saw my model on what I wanted to do. But we weren't fit to stay, or we weren't set to stay in Asheville, I guess. Um, Asheville, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of Nashville as well. So I started also when I was doing these seminars, I started hearing about the CCN thing, the Certification in Clinical Nutrition. So Amy and I ended up moving of 04, I think it was February, to southwest Michigan, where we still are today. Um, I started working for Walgreens part-time, still trying to figure out what we wanted to do, assess the area. Um, and I got to say, in very foolishly, but things I've done in the past, you know, you kind of take a, a leap and the net appears. Um, by October, 4, October of 04, we put together our, what I say is an uh, integrative pharmacy off the beaten path in a high rent district of a conservative Midwestern town. We had everything up against us. What was funny about this thing, you know, I talked about visualizations before, and I remember at Snake River Brewery in Jackson Hole when we lived there, Amy and I kind of mapped out where we wanted to live next, and we were talking about a beach town, uh, access to the beach, on the water. Um, and it was really weird because where we are here in St. Joseph, Michigan, that's pretty much what we ended up with. Now, in our description, we wanted much warmer climate, right? But our pharmacy that we put together was literally right down the street from beach access. And it was beautiful. I mean, the beaches here are beautiful in Lake Michigan. I do like salt water better. Um, but it was kind of funny how all that stuff came into mind or came to it town. So um, during that summer before we opened, I started the CCN course through the CNCB. Uh, and it was in Chicago, the first module, fortunately for me. And I, you know, all the teachers are great, but I had Jim Laval. And if you all know Jim Laval, he's very inspiring. He's very motivating. I, I definitely consider one of my true mentors. Uh, and I got so gigged for nutrition at that point. I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I talked to other people there that either worked for compound and pharmacies. I remember there's people out of Austin and uh, all that stuff. And my story was, yep, and put it into together and they're like just on a whim and I said yeah and people thought I was a little crazy which I probably was um, so you know I'm into my nutritional studies and spent a lot of time on that um, come October then we're pretty excited with what we're doing with everything uh, we opened up our pharmacy to the sound of crickets at the time um, you know you start questioning yourself you invest a lot of money in this thing uh, Fortunately, word of mouth started. It was a beautiful. It's a beautiful pharmacy. Uh, it had a very European feel. Um, we had a tea room in there. We 
had it built with, and this is things that PCCA recommended with rooms of expansion. We had three different treatment rooms. Um, it was just really well done. They did a great job. So we were compounded only. And for this area, which the medication system is very traditional and very allopathic. Um, fortunately, we noticed there was a need for this and the consumers wanted something more natural. And that's when I first realized this is all a consumer driven movement, this functional medicine thing. That's who is leading us here. Um, so we started to get actually good results, but I do remember that first um, uh, Thanksgiving, you know, we had to stay in town. We couldn't go visit the family and it was slow and boring. Doctor's offices were closed and you know, your head starts going, you know, just to be perfectly honest to you, start wondering if you made the right decision. You're not getting that regular paycheck working for, you know, the corporation and stuff like that. But we persevered on, persevered on, um, Babs, who I talked about, the pharmacist, she recommended a Dr. Pamela Smith, who was on the other side of the state, Michigan, because she came out and spoke for the Teton Wellness Festival. Well, I called Pam, and what an awesome woman. She's the uh, educational director for the A4M, the Fellowship for Anti-Aging and Functional Medicine, and she is such an advocate for pharmacists. I can't speak more highly of her. Um, she is just a true leader. So Pam, who was another great mentor of mine, uh, she agreed to come out and do a speech. So it was somewhere between, I think it might have been just after Christmas, which would have been in 05, um, we promoted it. Aver I mean, think about it. There was hardly any, there was no social media. Um, there was hardly this active internet that we have today. So, you know, it was a lot of hanging flyers up, getting the word out for the customers that we had coming in. In our pharmacy, we had a packed house of 70 people that night. I mean, the fire marshal would have closed us down. But it really got the ball rolling, and I still thank her to this day. Very grateful for that. Um, so that kind of got the energy going. Um, and then the next step, um, I had one of my customers who I actually sent to see uh, Jim Laval, actually, when he had his practice uh, down in um, Ohio, in Cincinnati. And she came up and she said, well, you know, he wants me to take certain supplements. So I told her I'd get them for him. The one was um, a coral legend from what's known as Premier Research Laboratory. Uh, they're out of Austin, Texas area. And uh, Bob Marshall. And I started to learn about this company. And I'm like, man, I found my high-quality kind of earthy, crunchy, hippie company. I mean, it was neat. They did a lot of Whole Foods is what they were doing. And I was doing all standardized, which I'm a fan of both. I think each has their purpose. But Bob's thing was based on what's known as QRA, quantum reflex analysis, which is a form of muscle testing or kinesiology, which I later pretty much built my practice around to the point where actually I went down to uh, Round Rock, Texas to them and uh, got awarded a platinum level just because uh, how well my practice was doing. I learned a lot. And the muscle test is something that my wife and I still use to this day, uh, even just on ourselves, just balancing things out. So that was actually a really big kind of um, part of my career, Bob Marshall being another mentor. Um, at that time, I got to say, um, well, now actually he just passed away about a year ago. So, you know, rest in peace, Bob. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about a couple of things that also made an impact was some books around the time. Um, a couple of Pam Smith's original ones, vitamins, herbs, minerals, and more. She's updated this one. Um, I kind of further got into the mind-body psychosybernetics. This is an excellent one. It's a new version from Doc, um, Dan Kennedy. It really talks about the power of the mind, and I think that plays such a role. Uh, Jim Laval has a lot of them. His first one that I read was uh, Cracking the Metabolic Code. As you can see, it's war-torn. Still an excellent book. Drug-induced nutrient depletion handbook. Him and Ross Pelton and some others 
Awesome book, awesome reference. Uh, Pam Smith, HRT, The Answers. So simple and easy to learn from. Um, so these are a lot of things that were playing in my life at the time. So everything kind of started rolling at this time in our life. And I, I literally had to draw this out just to rem remember my life. Um, Amy, my wife, was uh, uh, she's an esthetician. So we had a great skincare line in there. We used Hylunia as well as um, Dr. Hoshka. We brought that in. She did kind of... Easy consults, quick consults with people. Um, then things really started talk, taking off. We, uh, Pam Smith actually, in addition to her work with the fellowship, she actually um, has a practice where she trained uh, through the fellowship practitioners and they would work for her and she put them in different competent pharmacies. So uh, we had a couple, a husband and wife that came out and worked out of ours um, and that went for a little bit. And then another doc um, came out, Dr. Uh, Carrie Tapuzian, who we still are in contact with today. Um, and the original ones were the Drinkards, Tim Drinkard, wonderful people, Tim and Linda. Um, and then things really started rolling. Another compounder came to town, which we were a little nervous about because they were doing complete full pharmacy billing insurance. We weren't doing that. Fortunately, they really weren't able to make a dent in us. Um, my nutritional practice, I was selling a ton of nutrition at the time. Um, and then with our extra rooms, uh, we had a massage therapist come in. We had a couple other docs that rented the space to do like skincare, aesthetics, laser treatment. So that's kind of what it flourished at that point and blossomed almost into like a, a wellness center. But what happened as things do, uh, Amy and I, we just got bored. We got itchy feet. There's a lot of things we wanted to do. So the local compounder in town came to us and offered to buy us. So we agreed. This is four years into it. Um, I worked for them for a year upon agreement. Uh, oh, and you know what? Let me go back. I apologize. That was in 08. But in 2005, I want to give another shout out. Dr. Ron Rosedale and Kat James came out to talk to us. Kat James wrote a book that was very hot at the time, Total Transformation. Dr. Ron Rosedale, The Rosedale Diet, which both the teachings from both of them was my first understanding of the power of low carb high fat diet not low carb high protein but low carb high fat protein and that really made an impact for me you know as we come down further in the years um so we once again they came into town we got together and we did a big uh promotion with them uh, a speech you know, people came and saw them. So presentations were always a big part of it. I used to, Carrie used to talk for us. Um, so that was a big role in growing my practice as well, educating people basically. Um, right now, I think it would just be so amazing with what we could do online and the internet and social media, taking it to new levels. Um, so during this time also, I really got my, I honed my marketing teeth, I guess you could say my chops. Um, and I got into a lot of old school marketing. I mean, I started reading um, things like, uh, Dr., you know, uh, Claude Hopkins, David Ogilvie, you know, some of the true great original copywriters, people in the advertising world. Um, Dan Kennedy, I mentioned before of the ultimate sales letter. That's one of his books. Um, to this day, one of my favorites, absolutely. John Carlton. Uh, this was a great thing. So this is how I, I kind of really learned my whole marketing stint. Um, John Caples, great work, old school guy. Everyone needs to know Victor Schwab, basically. Um, how to write a great advertisement, great, excellent book. And then there was the new guys coming up with the influence, like Frank Kern, still out there, still doing great stuff. Um, so he hit it. He turned me on to Robert Cialdini, uh, the book Influence, which to this day, even Scott Adams, you know, the creator of Dilbert looks calls Robert Cialdini one of the most influential power of influential people. Uh, the way they can write the written word and put campaigns together and everything like that. So that was a big time. So then uh, it was 08, we sold. Um, 
then after the year, I stopped working for them. Uh, we kind of went out on our own, my wife and I at the time. I was doing some consultant work, which is very nice. I started to write a couple books and put a projects together. So I started to put um, marketing content together for pharmacists. This was under uh, what was known as Profit Pharmacy at the time, our website. So I have the Pharmacist Guide to Catching the Silver Tsunami. Um, that was basically looking at the baby boomers and they're all full of great uh, strategies. And a lot of this was still direct mail, which I'm still a firm believer in. Uh, this one was the Recession Buster Edition. If you remember at that time, um, the recession was full bore, right? And that's what was coming our way. So uh, this is 2008. We did that. Um, oh, back in 2007, I also, we were both trained in auricular acupuncture, which is an amazing thing. It's basically the acupuncture of the ear, which you can actually work with the whole body. So I'm actually a huge fan of acupuncture. I used to have acupuncture on my back. So solid, you know, shout out to that. Um, what else? Oh, we wrote our first book, first book at that time. Um, the book was Health Warrior, Secrets to Conquering the Inner Game of Health. Um, as I said, I've had a lot of inner game stuff going on from Dr. John Sarno to uh, Maxwell Maltz and all around. So we kind of put it into a concise little book. We did our own self-publishing. That was very cool. Um, a few years later, when was it? It was uh, – well, that was 2010. Oh, and then I also uh, formulated a few supplements. That was kind of cool. So for some supplement companies as well as some MLMs and stuff like that. Um 2011, I hooked up with a local regional grocer um, and pharmacy and uh, started working with them two days a week. I was home all the time anyway, so it's probably good to get me out of the house. Uh, and then in 2012, the following year, uh, we basically started – I started running an um, – a nutritional program for them. So we brought in a nice uh, high-grade pure encapsulations line of supplements. They wanted to work with one, so I went with pure. Uh, started writing letters, uh, doing teachings, um, speeches, wellness workshops with their school of cooking, which was all really wonderful. Uh, and I'm still with that company. Um, I do work a couple days a week, and now I'm working on their marketing and their branding from them as well as their natural health. So that's been very exciting. Um, in 2013, I wrote my second book, uh, Whole Pharmacy, Re Reversing the Trends of Disease in an Overmedicated Society. This says a lot. Um, that was a fun book to write. Uh, we're kind of putting together our next step now, I think. Um, so now, 2017, last year, a lot of new stuff happened as well. Um, let's see. I started uh, teaching CE, uh, continuing education courses, which I absolutely love. I'm doing it for rxschool.com as well as freece.com. Uh, in addition to that, I also became a certified primal health coach. Remember, I was saying my first kind of direction into uh, low carb, high fat. Well, that got me into the whole Mark Sisson thing of Mark's Daily Apple. And he's got a whole health coaching class that I took last year and got through that. Excellent. So I'm certified in that. So that was really fun. So that's where we are today. Um, some other things I want to share with you. Powerful engagement. Great book. Um, that would go with along the stress response, one that everyone should know, adrenal fatigue. Um, and probably one of the best ones of recent years, The Disease Delusion by Dr. Jeffrey Bland, a true fu functional medicine um, uh, you know, professional, uh, the tops really in it. So that's an excellent book. So I hope I gave you a lot on this. You can find me for practitioners. That's kind of what I'm talking about because I get this question at functionalpharmacy.com. Oh, oh, and also I apologize. We were also started doing back in 2012, a newsletter, um, kind of a 
uh, a cut and paste that pharmacists use. So they, uh, we had a program that was a monthly program uh, that we ran, and I also did consulting with them and coaching and all that stuff. I closed that down a summer ago, August 2017, because what we've been doing is we've been um, rebooting and revamping. Technology is caught up in a better way, so we're getting a really nice professional thing to you. Uh, so we're actually putting together the Functional Pharmacy Certification Course, which is going to be quite awesome. Um, if you're seeing this and you're a layperson, I mean, it's going to be for all healthcare practitioners, health coaches, anything like that. But say you're not on the professional side and you just want to learn more, um, you can find me at rootpharmacist.com as well as the Root to Wellness. Uh, these are pages that you'll find websites as well as on um, social media. Um, Root Pharmacist is my main thing. You get all my social media properties there to keep up um, as well as my podcast. So anyway, I hope this gave you um, the answers, you know, learned about my mentors, um, what books made an impact and really, you know, how I kind of, um, charted my course here. I just, I think there's a lot of opportunity right now. Uh, the pharmacist market is getting very saturated in a lot of areas. So we need to basically, uh, go beyond, uh, we need to uh, make ourselves more worthwhile as well. Um, so we're more that much more attractive and we can help people so much in this direction. So thank you so much, uh, Podcast World and you on video. I appreciate you tuning in and I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Thanks.